Hey, my name is Jess, and I voice Emery. What's up? I'm Souza, or the Avink. I play Stalik and voice Sakura. Hi, I'm Cheyenne, and I play Bryn. I'm Johnny, and I am playing the character Yannick. Hi, I'm Camille, and I play Cassia, Oracle of Flame. I'm Sean, and I'm GMing this campaign. I voice Bane with a Y, Jin Hung, Hiro, Yanko, Kenzin, and pretty much anyone else that shows up. Please send help. Thanks for listening! Previously on Sentience, our team finally sets foot in Herbaldon, and it isn't really what they expected. They met King Ublik and learned that a city of slime people have very short doors. The party splits and Yannick, Emery, and Jinhung went for a nap, Cassia and Bryn went in search of a college, and Stalik went to find out what happened in the world while they were stuck in a fog. That's cool. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Your slime guard escort walks Ooh, up to an escort. <laughs> Not going in that brain direction. Please don't, because I just invented it. I imagine fluorescent pink. There's only one in town, but you'll know him. Oh no. 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 <laughs> Moving right along. Your guard, your, your escort, walks up to a large but fairly unassuming house. Holds the door open for you. Thank you. Can you can you make sure they know I said thank you? She says thank you. But of course. He squishes down into the ground a bit, and then before bouncing back up, he says, "Of course." So Cassia's a little like uh, she kind of wants to be in a room resting, but she is um, being nice, and so she's she's a little abrupt right now. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, Bryn will walk into the room after, or into the house after giving a very quizzical look to the, the ooze that squished and then didn't squish. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a bow. That would make sense, but that's not, um, Bryn did not realize that. Neither okay. did I, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my character. Okay. Uh, so what does the house look like on the inside? As you walk in, it is a single large room inside. There are rows of tables with a large walking space in down the center. So from you, from your door to the other, to the opposite wall, where there is one large, many-sided slime speaking loudly. At each of the tables, there are two fairly small slimes sitting. A bit of Diane just got it. <laughs> I got it when you described the rows of tables. I'm like, oh crap, I said it wrong. (laughs) There is a bit of sound as you are entering, but as soon as you enter, the slime in front, speaking, makes a large squishy sound. After that, complete silence in the room. Oh dear. (laughs) Uh, Hello, everyone. Uh, I am Sakura, and this is Nianko, and... uh, the slime guard standing directly behind you uh, exclaims, They're two of the heroes that just saved the city! Yeah, so uh, about that, uh, guard, when I said a place of learning, I, I should have clarified. I, I meant um, for teaching adults. This is our school. Okay, so this is the only school you have. Yes. Okay, just make sure... Do we sure. need to build a, a, a larger one? For... I mean, 
in theory, that would be a good idea, yes, to build a larger one for adults, but um, you don't have to. It's okay. Uh, just give me one second to talk to my companion. Brian, um, so I, um, I made a mistake. We're in a children's school. Oh. They don't have a college, apparently. Hmm. Every slime in this room is staring the two of you down. That, that, that. Like, aggressively mm. or just curiously? Curiously. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones in the nearest to you have scooted back a little bit, not certain of what you are. That, that, um, that, 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 make, that makes a l- little more sense now. Yeah. So, um, we could see how much the uh, teacher knows, or we could go retire to our quarters. It looks like we're interrupting something, so, uh, maybe later. Okay. All right, sounds good to me. Uh, guard, we, uh, we, we appreciate your, uh, leading us here to this school. Uh, unfortunately, we would actually prefer to retire to our quarters at this time. We may be coming back later, but, uh, for the time being, uh, we don't want to interrupt this lesson any further. So, uh, hello, thank you all for your time. And we'll be leaving now. Oh, yes, of course. Um, I'm, I'm sorry that we have disappointed you. Now it, it will be much greater the next time that you visit us. That's good to know. Thank you. Bryn does a weird, like, nervous, uh, twitching sort of <laughs> wave, uh, and then walks back out the door. <laughs> Just okay. completely silently. Just the, the social awkward, like, I walked into the wrong place. Bye. <laughs> exactly. This is not my panel. <laughs> yes. Uh, and as soon as we're outside uh, the school, school, um, Bryn just, like, just, just kind of steps to the set and just sits for a second. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done with my life? Just like head in hands, like oh no, oh no. What time of day is it? Um, the in, in early evening. Okay. Sun is still up. Direct, direct light mm-hmm. still happening. Um, on the opposite edge of the horizon, there are starting to get sunset colors. Okay. So, Prince just sitting there, just head in hands, like, and, and and under her breath, you can hear just like, Ay, why does this always happen everywhere? It's okay, Bryn, maybe the library will have more information. Maybe Stalik will have found something more in the library. And uh, we can go visit there later if you'd like. I... I suppose I can translate written word for you just as easily as I can translate some spoken word. But that might might be. Oh wait. Um can can you ask the, the uh, our our uh, escort escort uh if there is a place in town with star charts or uh, yeah, let's just go with that for now. Okay. Uh, guard. Yes. We, uh, is there a place in town, and don't feel personally responsible if there is not, but is there a place in town where we could find star charts? Um, you, you might be able to find it in, uh, the general shop. 
There's there's lots of good uh, trinkets that have come for our city through there. Okay. Uh, please lead us to this general store. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, and he very excitedly jiggle hops uh, back towards the center of town. Brittany gets up and follows. And I follow as well. Yay. <clears throat> uh, meanwhile. Meanwhile, Emery and Yannick, your initial guard leads you up a ways towards the same direction that the king walked in to a fairly large collection of buildings with many doors on the outside. Uh, he stops a distance away from it, uh, gives a long squish down into the ground floor, and makes some bubbly sounds at you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Emery bows because she figures that's probably what it is. I mean, given normal social situations, that's what you would do. Uh, and then very deliberately points... Are we... We're in front of a door or a couple doors? Or? A few doors. Uh, You're in front of a building of doors. Uh, I, I point at one door and then at myself and then the other door and then at him and and make kind of a Confused. <laughs> From the dark elf. <laughs> uh, at your return bow, uh, the guard squishes into the ground harder and completely missed all of the charades that just <laughs> happened over his head. <clears throat> all right. Uh, well, I'm going to take this room then. Uh, you, you, can, you can pick your room. Yannick, I'm, I'm going to go in here and hopefully get very drunk tonight. <laughs> Yannick bows to the guard and heads towards one of the indicated doors. Uh, they all have a small plaque on the center of the door uh, with some scribbly script that you do not recognize. Does the scribbly script look like Braille? Because that would seem perfect for the description of the language so far. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. I will invent something similar to that because I like that idea quite a lot. Braille, Morse code-ish, yeah. short, long. <laughs> Differently shaped bubbles. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Boom cannon. <laughs> I uh, attempt to enter the room. There is no lock. You open the door with these. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. And what is found within the room? A very cute cat. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's a squishy. He's so job. So it is a pristine, clean room. Very fine fabrics strewn around. There's a small table, fine, well-crafted chair in front of it, a small hearth, towards one edge, and a large circular bed towards the corner. Are they at all normal human-sized? They are... Depends on how you bend. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> it, the, the chair is manageable. Um, desk is a little short. Or table, rather. Is a little short. A hearth is a hearth. Mm-hmm. The bed is about 
four feet across. So like the size of a dog bed. A large dog bed. Does Yannick Kenzen fit through the door or does he have to hack away at the... Or does he have to create his own entrance to the royal quarters? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As you open the door, your face is still in the wall. (laughs) Door opening about collar height. So to enter, Kenzen must hunch a bit. But no sword swinging at the royal quarter, at the walls of the royal quarters. Right. Okay. Um, you, you're able to fit through with a bit of effort to just make yourself smaller enough. Gandalf into bag end yes. style. Okay. Um, however, as you walk through the door in this fashion, the sword on your shoulder uh, catches the door frame, <laughs> leaving a large gash before you fully notice it. Oops. <laughs> Emery is going to take a nap. Successful nap. <laughs> Roll for <Yannick>. nap. <laughs> Yannick will sit down and have a biscuit. Okay. Biscuit! Oh. Need to replenish my energy. What is currently on your mind as you draw out this biscuit? Trying to figure... Cat. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> Cat, apparently. Hello. Um, we do a cuddle now. We do a cuddle. Trying to understand what is going on, where I am. Desire for knowledge. Okay. Magical muffin. I've forgotten all of the biscuit stuff. We have not fully disclosed the biscuit stuff. Good, I haven't forgotten it. Basically, as far as I am aware, all that has been disclosed is that the biscuits are blessed by his deity. Sourced from... Sourced from, oh, okay. And that there are biscuit baking contests uh, that he frequently judges. Right, okay. <laughs> I forgot, I, I forgot that, that p- I don't remember that one, but that's okay. <laughs> I think it was decided for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Jessica did it. <laughs> it's my fault. Sorry. Basically, the, oh, sorry. the pouch I'm carrying, did we have a better word than oh. pouch? It, it. Is it's a bag of muffins strapped to the outside of here. It is one of these. Okay. And um, every character from now on yeah. will always have a bag of holding that it, just stores infinite muffins. Yeah. To to any observer snack. knowing of magical things, it looks a lot like a bag of holding. And any time I reach into my bag of holding, there is a baked good, which was sourced directly from... Jeff, God of Biscuits. For for anyone uh, interested in the fan art and naming of things, this is the bag of one more biscuit. Okay. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> um, love and that are so we much. talking English biscuits or American biscuits? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh. Jeff knows no such distinction or bounds. Sweet, savory, flavored, plain. Jeff's love encompasses all the baked goods. Jeff's... Oh my god, I love you so much! <laughs> Jeff is the god of all biscuits. His power draws, draws far greater than the schism. Yes. My order tore itself apart in the great schism, the debate over whether the biscuits had to be sweet or savory. I was the minority opinion who felt that all biscuits should be included, and my order never reco- recovered from the damage that this 
terrible event brought upon us. Oh no. <laughs> the great big debate of roughly 500 years ago. <laughs> oh my god, I love you guys. <laughs> we have been looking forward to disclosing some of the details of this for quite some time. Of the great biscuit debate? Yes. So, as you draw out this biscuit, it is pristine. It is the example piece of a perfect biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) The game master is about to strike. I sense it. If, If you yourself were to enter the baking contest, this might be the biscuit that you entered. Eating it, it is very filling. It ha- it hits all of the correct spots and tastes slightly of bacon. Uh, thank you very much for the pizza topping die. It will never leave the <laughs> my my new set of biscuit rolling dice because <laughs> you rolled fucking high and bacon. <laughs> high and bacon. Yes. Seems legit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, upon finishing the biscuit, but tastes slight, just enough of bacon, your body relaxes. Like a lot of tension and weirdness has been happening, but this is a moment of true relaxation. I feel like Kenzen has already passed out at this point. He's yeah. no longer a factor in the mental debate. Ken- <laughs> um, yeah, Kenzen was still tense. Um, up to this moment, finishing the biscuit, even Kenzin's loud presence at, at all times has settled down. This is tranquility. I recognize the commune with my god mm-hmm. state coming upon me. Uh, I hope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that was just fart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this, is, this is a sensation that you've had before. But usually after an hour of meditating to commune with Jeff. Jesus inducing biscuits. <laughs> oh wait, that's a thing. <laughs> oh dear. If I had rolled a different topping, it would have been pot. <laughs> but bacon wrapped up the perfect description of what the ideal biscuit must be. Very non-Abrahamic god (laughs) Jeff is. No problem with bacon. As you just let yourself feel at ease, you get a sense entering your consciousness. You can... You are, in a very wispy, unsure way, you can feel the room that you're in. You can sense eyes closed, where each thing is, where the walls are. Um, you can feel the fresh, the freshness of the gash above the doorway. Letting that take hold, um, or even discovering some extra things in the room that you weren't initially aware of, a set of basic eating tools uh, next to the hearth. Letting that relax a bit more, uh, you get a sense throughout the entire city. Similar to the way that you felt your new companions when you were in the fog, you you were feeling just the slightest presence of every slime in the city. My paladin uses my biscuit paladin uses the force. Yes. Yeah. Padawan. Padawan. 
my biscuit pal paladin is also a padawan in use of the force yeah the the force meditation moment of just feeling the universe as as you let yourself just relax the sense is zooming out further and further hitting everything at once you're getting much less detail to each piece you you're gaining a general sense of the country as a whole if you personally have any questions on where you are now is a fantastic time to ask yourself them I am trying to decide my priority between where am I, when am I, and how did I become a breastplate. The fuck, bro? Possibly inclined towards the latter. Yeah. <laughs> Does it hurt when I do the ow? <laughs> <laughs> Which I will not do at the microphone. <laughs> but it does feel like it sounds. <laughs> Thump. Let's give proper game mechanics a, a shot. What? Uh, <laughs> Logic! I will give you two uses within the next in-game hour of any knowledge skill, as if it's trained, plus ten. How did I come to be a breastplate? And which skill are you accessing? I'm going to go with Arcana. Okay. Nobody Seems knows. a safer bet than history, because it wouldn't generally be known. I I will figure out a way to answer the question, no matter which skill you use. Okay. But the the success um, number might vary, and the answer you get will vary a bit. We'll go with Arcana. Okay. Sixteen. Plus nine. Plus nine. Twenty-five. Okay. Nice. So feeling, touching the universe as a whole, with your mind. <laughs> um. And then honing that down uh, to yourself, all attention draws into the energy emanating from the gemstone. As, as you think hard on it, the shape of it comes into full view in your mind. This pale blue light emanating from it, the same color as the gem itself, radiates out. And many, many symbols and glyphs from many different languages spiral around it. As you visualize these symbols being drawn out of the gem, the light around it spreads out wider and wider. The breastplate attached to it falls away in your mind. The light begins to take the shape of a human form. As more and more symbols are drawn away, your body forms around this light as the last of the symbols fall away from the gem, the light ceases. It, it is entirely drawn into your body, and the gem itself is clear, a glass-like shape, and falls to the ground. It's so high right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a very intriguing vision. So... I feel a follow-up question is well in order. You may absolutely ask more questions of this hypersense, uh, digging deeper into what you just witnessed, or sensed, or something completely unrelated. Um, okay, so the limitations of having asked, according to Arcana, I got an answer in those terms. Magical bullshit. Yeah, so, okay, I guess I'll prioritize. I suppose I 
understand at a deeper level that I am now the gem, which is embedded in the breastplate. I don't know how this came to be, but the practical question that I feel Yannick would ask is, where are we now? What is the situation around us using history? Okay, but what is the current state of the world? Wow, that would... Yeah, I'll steer it in that direction based on history. The whole... What what is going on around us? At the big big picture, not necessarily cosmic or global picture, but big picture. GM, you have the entire world figured out, right? I'm in tune with the Force. I better go big, right? I mean... Use it, man. Okay. I have a big answer for you. Four, so thirteen. Okay. Okay. Um, so thinking deeply on how is the world currently, where your focus earlier is shrunk down to the size of your own gemstone, your focus drifts off somewhere unfamiliar to you, a lake surrounded by forest, old tree sprouting up from the center of it, a shallow pond as it is, seems to be able to take root fairly easily. So gathering around this sprig of old tree in the center of a lake, surrounded by forest, is a large blue dragon, a blazing red bird, a white tiger, and a large old tortoise. Also around the tortoise is a almost slimy, gleaming black snake. As you watch the scene of animals that you're not, didn't know existed in nature together, and somewhat placing yourself within the lake, as you look towards the tortoise, it stares deeply into you, having a deep moment staring contest with a tortoise. Soul gaze. Soul gaze. That's the snake draws its attention up to you as well, and your vision narrows in a way. The best description I have is you kind of go warp speed into the gaze of this tortoise and return to yourself sitting in your room. Okay, I'm going to continue to meditate upon these images and strive to gain further insight and understanding. (laughs) Somebody else's turn. (laughs) Talk. Yes. Please roll a die. Whatever die makes sense to you for searching searching for your knowledge. Oh no. 36. <laughs> uh, please roll a d20 and add it to something that makes sense on your character sheet. You said any... I know what I said. I'm asking for a d20 now. <laughs> wow. Strength? What am I looking for? <laughs> you are trying to find specific chunks of knowledge within a library. Um, a skill that is relevant to doing so. Um, can I be very diplomatic to the book so that they tell me what I want to know? <laughs> hey there, book. Hey. Do what you want to do. I will have an answer for you. Remind me again what you were searching for. Um, uh, large events that would... Yeah, large, like, would have been... either global events or events local to where I know I was and where we theoretically maybe are now. Roughly 500 years ago, and then also maps of the area then and now, or maps of the world, not necessarily Mm -hmm. the area, but... Had a roll of 20. 
I did. I did have and a thirty-six. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really. It's not a very impressive thirty-six, though. Out of a sixty, it's still yes. more than. It's slightly above average. So you find references in a few separate books on fables. There is a Robin Hood sort of story about uh, this nameless master thief, but if she had interest, she could easily walk through any space, pick up any object, and simply walk away. And no one, aside from a specific antagonist that pops up in each little story about her, no one could stand in her way. Well, that's useless. Next! (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Another fable, same author, but different book, talks about a fortune teller in the desert. I know much more about Kezia than I know about Emery. (laughs) So that may or may not actually ring knowledge. Uh, who is the author? The author of these two books is Lady Imelin. Is it in the same book later on, or a different book? Like, is this just a book of fairy tales? Two separate books that have each of these fables. It seems she wrote a lot about the, old stories. The child in you is instinctively going for the slim novels. <laughs> 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 Big words. Hard. They are, I mean, certainly by the nature of the nameless thief. They're not complex stories. They're not details of history. They are inspiring characters. So I'm not in fun. <laughs> Looking through a third book, the villains of this heroic tale, superhuman, the villains are all clad in bright red armor. Victory! <laughs> so it's not about her. It's not about Stalic. It's just that the villains inspired in this picture book are, are wearing bright red armor. Is it a picture book? Yes. Oh, exact. Put mad in my bag. For real, though. Um, I mean, I'm just going to keep reading. Like, I don't know how long it's been, but I'll just, like, keep looking and maybe read her story and not at all assume that everything I find is relevant, and okay. probably not, because I suggested Sorry, ha ah. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm a little surprised that Cassia gets her own book instead of just being mentioned in everyone else's books. <laughs> yeah, so she she had a short entry on just really diving into what fortune-telling involves. How to. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but someone, a wise witch of the desert, is also referenced in the superhero knight story. And I would presumably be the superhero knight? (laughs) (laughs) Undecided. Undecided. Okay. Just thought I would attempt to clear that up. Uh, So, I mean, I will... These seem interesting, but not necessarily based entirely in fact. I mean, I am a bad guy. (laughs) We didn't do anything bad. Just murder. These are not stating... Dates or times right. or correlation to real places. It is very much storybook. Interesting that I'm specifically in the history aisle and some fairy tale books popped up, but maybe they're missed. Considering there's no college, dot dot dot. But anyway, yeah, I will. I will just keep looking, looking for bigger books that are maybe more historically specific. Okay. General store. So your night leading the way. Uh, takes you quickly to uh, one of the stores around the fountain. Once more, opens the door for you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, of course. Brandon. 
Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, Bren, this is your soiree, if you'd want to take the lead. I walk it. <laughs> it is several, several shelves along the walls. Kind of cluttered museum style. Mm-hmm. Many, many items, all different shapes, all vibrant colors. Is there anything on the walls? The shelves. Okay, I see. Is there a attendant anywhere? Uh, yes. There, there's a proper counter and a slime behind it. Cassia goes up to the slime behind the counter then and says, Excuse me, do you have any star charts? Do you need a map? Uh, a map of the sky? I have never... I, I haven't met someone who traveled the sky before. Oh, it's, uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, cool. it's, a, it's a map of the night sky, the the stars, uh, not not for travel. It could be used for travel, not for traveling, but for um, just just people who have watched the sky and and made notes of where all the stars are. You don't have any of that. Oh, I've never heard of that. No, you've never heard of that. Okay, Bryn, he's never heard of a star chart. I feel like the slime as a species, are not particularly known for their sailing feats. Ah, but Cassia has inspired them to build a bigger school. (laughs) In time, that will make a difference. (sighs) Okay, so? In in frustration or awe of just many colors, uh, (laughs) looking around, your attention hones in on one little corner of the room that holds a very strangely shaped object. You recognize as being the same shape as one of your instruments. As Bryn was about to just go back outside in a fit of frustration, uh, seeing that she, uh... <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, 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 okay. That. I need that. Runs over, picks up the quadrant, and is just like, Oh, thank goodness! Something, at least. I believe that she's interested in the, uh, uh, thingamabob over there. I, I, thingamabob is definitely a translatable word in this language. <laughs> definitely. Uh, I think, I think she's interested in the thingamabob over there. That might I, be the native word. <laughs> I, uh, how much? Oh, I couldn't possibly know. Check the tag. Okay, uh, Bryn, uh, how much is it? What's the tag say? Uh, it has squiggles on it. Oh, right, let me see. <laughs> it has squiggles on it. So I, I can't even trans I can't translate it. Squinting a bit at it, it is five silver. Five silver. Five silver. Bryn just realized she has no money. Uh, so um, hang on, hang on. <clears throat> I've got this. So you may or may not have heard of the heroes returning today. Uh, yeah, yes, of course I, I heard you and uh the other heroes were. Had, had come back. I, I waved. Oh, and I waved back, remember? Uh, the color of the slime <laughs> turned a bit more towards red hue. I see, you do remember. So, uh, what I'm getting at here is that j- it's just five silver. I think, uh, given that we are the heroes returning and s- the saviors of your city, I think that a little contraption of just five silver is uh, more than worth, well, the saving of your city, to be blunt. Roll for diplomacy, please. Yes. <laughs> please. <laughs> um, well, at least for the, for 
the, the heroes. Um, I, I suppose I can make a slight discount. Can I bag that up for you? Ah, uh, yes, please. Thank you. Here, Bryn, give me the item. He wants to bag it up for you. Oh, okay. At the moment of handing, handing it between each other, um, some of the squishiness starts to be over. In transitioning, it is shaky. As it gets to your hand, it pops into an orb of slime. What the fuck? As it slurps off of your hand and hits the uh, counter. Uh, oh dear, let me get that for you. And smacks it with a large wooden mallet. What? And it reforms into... The quadrant. Cassie is making a face. <laughs> what? 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 What the? What? So, I uh, can we expect that to happen again? Oh yes, but it's something that uh, a good thwack won't fix. Uh huh. Does it have to be a thwack from a sw- slime, or can any old thwack do it? Um, no, hammer worked pretty well. Okay. Hold, hold <laughs> That's up. That's a dumbass question. Hold up their wooden mallet. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and bag it. <laughs> Uh, did, when it reformed, did it take all the slime back off of my hand? When it slurped off of you, it, oh, okay. it was entirely. Okay. You swear there's some residue, but nothing mm-hmm. that you can really remove, scrape off of your mind. Wipes, wipes hands on Sakura's linen <laughs> outfit. <laughs> hey! And, um, okay, yeah, go ahead and bag it up, please. They wrap it very thoroughly in a padded box then paper, then some tie, then some more paper, <laughs> another tie, very flourishy ribbon on top, and a phone number. <laughs> Got that one for free, did ya? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it for, though? The phone and, number definitely for this directly one. Directly <laughs> back to Cassia. With a wink. Thank you. And she winks. Just, just, just. She wasn't going for flirty exactly, but she accepts that's how it came across <laughs> I, and, I, and just goes with it. I think you melted him. <laughs> just behind him. Just no more. Just <laughs> under the table or the, the counter. All right. And then I guide a, a still stuttering brain out of the shop. <laughs> uh, here you go. Apparently it might devolve into slime occasionally, but when it does, you just hit it with a hammer and it'll go back into the right shape. Uh-huh. <laughs> hmm. Sakura has strong objections to you ever using her hammer to to thwack that piece of slime. And Cassia agrees and uh, just says a hammer and not, I can do it for you. <laughs> so she takes the box and is just kind of staring at it for a second, uh, but then turns back to Cassia. Well, thank you. I, uh... Not exactly sure what you said to get him to do that. It, <laughs> slime, whatever. Uh, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Oh, no trouble at all. I can do that all day long. Well, good to know that you're the person I need to have talk to other people for me. Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, what is it, by the way? Oh, uh, it's it's used to uh, chart stars in the sky, and it, it helps... Uh, it, it measures the distance between the star and the horizon, so you can figure out directions and where it is on the, um, in regards to your location. I see. Okay. It's very helpful. You know, I should have bamboozled a real map out of him, too, while we were there. It's too bad I didn't. Could always go back in? No, the, the time has passed. Maybe on our way out of the city, but for now, I, need, I should leave it where it is. 
That's fair. All right, That's fair. shall we retire for the evening and tell the feast, I suppose? Yeah. The, the light of sunset hits all across the city. Your personal guard all make a motion to you, Cassia, and Stalic. It is almost time for the feast. We, we must go to the Great Hall now. Uh, make sure that you, you are presentable. Oh. oh. Uh, apparently it's time for the feast and we need to be made presentable. Whatever that means. Huh. Whatever happened to Jim Hung and Cuba? They passed the fuck out. Yeah, they went back <laughs> with you guys. Probably straight into their own room because they knew yeah. what the fuck was going on. Yeah. <laughs> Borko stand guarded. Also sleep. Well, I, uh, hopefully the food's good. I mean, I guess we'll just see then. We'll see, alright. much for listening to this episode of season one sentience magical bullshit is a team salt productions podcast it is produced by cheyenne slurian and the abank editing is done by the abank and music is provided by incompetech and sound effects are found on freesound.org if you would like to support us on patreon you can find us at magical bullshit you can also find us on twitter facebook and discord links to everything will be in the show notes we would love to hear your thoughts on our show Until next time, this has been your bi-weekly dose of Magical Bullshit! So, so Bryn takes the, the, the box and is just kind of staring at it. Is... Takes the box and is just kind of... St- Overpronounce the R's. <laughs> Switching accents on command after a while gets difficult. Uh, <laughs> um.